0: Back issues: the comic book review and discussion series where I explain a comic that I read like 20 years ago to two guys who didn't read them when they were growing up. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan, and I'm Ben. Today we're going to discuss Superman for all seasons. This is—we're just just doing a book I like. (laughs) Today I'm just like—I've never heard of this. I like this. Let's talk about how much I like this episode. Sweet. Uh, This is uh, from 1998. It was right after—well, like a year or two after Batman: Long Halloween. It also pairs Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale yet again. It's another one of those. Is it uh, in continuity? No, or yes. Okay. Uh, The idea here was, first of all, it's written by uh, Jeff Loeb. It's art by Tim Sale with colors by Bjarne Hansen. And I say that because the color is amazing. Okay. And it's it's worth saying out loud. Uh, This was a directive from DC Comics where they're like, do a thing where people can buy it at a bookstore and they read Mm. it and they know who Superman is. Like, give us Superman again. Right? Okay. And They seem to do that a lot. They do that a lot, year. like, because DC apparently doesn't know that they have essentially the Christmas story of comic book origins, and you you could literally just ask someone what Superman's origin is, from the homeless to Donald Trump, and they would be like, it's about an orphan boy who's from a doomed planet who's rocket lands, a kindly couple raises him, and now he's Superman. Like, that's the fucking story! Yeah. DC's the only one who doesn't know the origin, apparently, and keeps... <laughs> I, I, oh, Shit! He's, his parents are killed, and he gets a ring of power. Oh, know. Oh, Jeff Lowe, Tim Sale, write a damn book to familiarize me. You gotta, you Mark Wade, Mark Wade, you do one too. God damn it. Jeff Johns, you do one too. Well, isn't like, it? They gotta modernize it, right? Right. Well, this right? is. Like, it's not relevant anymore. It yeah, not re- look modern. This is not. This is a Norman Rocco no, painting. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so of course, it's like it. a nostalgia piece. Yes. Now, does this follow, like, the story of a man for all seasons in any way? No. Okay. No. It's. They're just playing with it. Okay, because if they mirrored that, that would be weird. Yes, it's not that. Right. No, this is what? just um, the why call it that. The narrative device is that you see like a it's a it's year it's like year one for Superman or year two, and it's like a year through seasons. Like each chapter is another season. It's four comics. It's four issues, okay. broken up by seasons. Right. It starts in the spring, spring, and then ends summer, in, you know in the, this, in the winter. This coloring is amazing. Right there's one particular double page splash that immediately solidified the book's future and it was there's a sunset that jonathan and clark can't share mm-hmm. in kansas and it's like it's breathtaking mm. uh, so yeah uh this was it, it's once again another story where it's like iowa i'm superman man of tomorrow man of steel but i wasn't always like this and then they <laughs> go back but okay. uh and and like many of these jeff Tim Sale pairings where we see an origin again uh, or a retelling of the origin, mm-hmm. um, it's wonderful. Uh, this one is the most stylized. uh Tim Sale really cranks up the Rockwell. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And His gives faces everyone. Are great. Yeah, everyone is very distinct. He makes Superman's design. When I was a kid, I thought it was really dumb. You mean how he? He has looks like a big a neck? baby. And it's just like a giant thumb face. Yeah, he basically... <laughs> those people on the internet wear a thumb head. Yeah, he's yeah. got a blank canvas and then a little face right yep. there. Yeah. Uh... My chin just goes into my neck. But once again, in it's an neck exaggerated neck. image of Superman. Is oh. it similar to the style that he was dra- drawn in and like the Golden age or something. i mean it is very evocative of like i'm thinking of the max fleischer cartoons and the uh mm-hmm. like the 30s okay like the old tv show right? yes uh it's very george reeves i mean it's every it's every iteration of superman at the time mm-hmm. from like 98 merged into one cool uh i see there's a tornado on this page yes does pa kent die in it Almost. Oh. Uh, does but Superman no. refuse to save him <laughs> on Pa Kent's orders? Fuck no. Okay. Because he's goddamn Superman. Right. He saves the day. <gasps> no! And everyone That's involved. How could he do that? Yeah, it's almost like... Won't they hate him? It was spectacular. <laughs> Tiffany was looking at this and she goes, looks like Man of Steel stole a lot from this book. <laughs> they did. But got it... It's like Zack Snyder read it and then got kicked in the head. <laughs> and it was like, I see all these images of... You know, Metropolis and tornadoes and Superman being not sure of himself, and mm-hmm. I'll just do that. Uh, this is charming and beautiful and and, and important mm-hmm. to the mythos, and 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 it really makes you completely understand Superman in every which way. Okay, so, um, and it is hokey and it is old and cemented in the past. It's so cemented in the past that we're like literally showing you. 1940s imagery of, yeah. of of America. But it is, because Superman is... He's a myth. He's a myth. He's Paul Bunyan. Mm-hmm. Like, he's an American folk hero. Uh, this was the, the, the... And the story is basically that super. we, we see um, Superman as a young man, like 16, 17, and he's starting to develop his powers. This is... It kind of ignores the Superboy era, okay. and DC was very careful about that. They were always like, hey, stop doing the Superboy shit. Because the Seagulls and the Schusters might one day litigate their way back into ownership hmm. of it. So hmm. every, t- every ten years or so, DC was like, don't do Superboy. What was wrong with Superboy? The, the fact that like the Seagulls and the Schusters, the creators of Superman, uh, argued that they got fucked out of the rights for Superman. Or at least payment uh, residuals okay. for the character. And they were, just like everybody. Yeah, but like, right, yeah, yeah. you also worked for a company and you were tasked with creating a character right. and then you did and now you got paid for it. That's right. the way it works. Except that your character became a national icon and makes billions of dollars. So right. you should, you're kind of entitled to royalties, yeah. but you like never a signed more, a paper that said yeah. that you were. And after both of them died, their estates took over litigating. Mm. And, and just, especially when Warner Bros took over Mm -hmm. Uh, ownership of DC then they were like oh we got the big monies now now there's actually something to win yeah (laughs) so did they did they specifically show something where it was Superman as a boy doing stuff well yeah the idea being that like Superman's powers developed when he was a kid like even in the Richard Donner uh, movie you know, when he yeah, comes he, out of the rock he p- like sucks a car. <laughs> because the sun is hitting him when he's a baby. That's, right. what, yeah, that makes sense. Well, strong, except yeah. that then they they eventually establish, like, no, it's over a period of years of mm. absorbing solar radiation. That he grows his power. Okay. Oh. Uh, but when he was, that's like, an... a interesting story. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but, like, as a nine-year-old boy, as a ten-year-old boy, like, he got into some mischief. And he could mm. kind of fly. And he... Right. You know, like, they... the. Ma and Pa were always like there's something not right about that boy (laughs) like uh oh you know we gotta be careful Right. even so much as uh, Superman cartoon show in the 80s it's the only one that I remember watching as a kid before the Bruce Timm cartoon Mm -hmm. between Superman's in the 80s there was like a short lived cartoon show that almost expressly used the post crisis origin of Superman like as it was going on like as post crisis Superman was being developed the cartoon people were like that Let's do it. Like right. Lex Luthor's a corporate tycoon. Let's use that. Let's use like the imagery and and the design for Superman. Yeah, all they that were shit. Probably directed to right, so that readers wouldn't be confused. <laughs> with you what's know, and... actually, I feel like back then they probably didn't give a shit. <laughs> they, they were just, just like ratings. Just do whatever. Right. And this is easy, and we don't want it to be confusing. Right. Like I think they were just like it's contemporary. I think they were just right. worried it would people would be confused as opposed mm. to just underestimating their audience but at the end of every episode they put a little button on it by doing a young adventures story where uh it it was told from the perspective of ma kent and she opened her photo album and it told a story about like young superman like Really I giving the babysitter a hard time, or you know, like burning right. the barn down with his heat. You know, it's that kind of thing, yeah. and it's yeah. it's like a two to three minute long stupid joke, right? But uh, and in, Boy, in the midst of this chaos, we got out our old timey photograph. And we we set a, up the thing. Yeah, poofed, six hours <laughs> later, we control. got this photo. Yeah. But, Everyone had a whole real silver. Lock. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Superboy has been kind of established for a while, but no, there was a there was always this kind of idea that. When Superman was a young man, like, 11 or 12 or even 13, he decided to become Superboy. And the Legion of Superheroes from, like, the 31st century went into the past and got him. And brought him to the future to help them. Right. And it's through Uh his adventures in the future that he learns to, like, use his powers. So when he's dropped back into the present Mm -hmm. or the past... Already he's, ready. He's really good at it. Yeah, he's 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 the hero that they, or he's the beginning of the hero that they know about and researched in the future. That must have been a really big disappointment for them. Oh yeah, started. where they're like, oh, we have we need this hero who's yep. amazing. Well us go Let's back. get him when he's eleven. Yeah, defeat that monster. And he's like, huh? Yeah, it's. They're like, ooh, but that's that's also a great story. That like that's a, a really story. brilliant way to make your hero great without having any actual stories to back right. that up. Yeah, because right. how do you become Superman in, like, what? Twelfth grade? Yeah. Like, anywhere well, in high school where you don't have enemies. Here's how. By being raised by the Kents. That's at least how it's established in Superman for All Seasons. Okay. Uh, Superman, 17, his powers are starting to manifest, and Pa, uh, Jonathan wait, wait, wait. Kent. I'm sorry. Yeah. What did that have to do with with Schuster and... Oh, uh, the Schusters <laughs> and the, Seagulls, the, the estates laid the claim that they, you know, you could argue that they made Superman for the comics. But Superboy... Was created by them, and they could lay claim to. Oh. It was negotiation where they could eventually be like, "Okay, well then you own the residuals for Superboy." Right. Which is why they cut him out of all. The yes. Credit. And then we don't have to give you anything. Right. Yeah. Or anything else. Right. You've already gotten everything from the Superboy. Because uh, they you, actually published. You got Superboy your comics. paycheck a long time ago when you were working. Yeah, for yeah like thirteen fifty. Paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. A week. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so in this story, we see you know, Superman's like when I we, we're basically seeing Superman when he graduated high school, and then a couple of years later, okay. We jump we we jump in time, but uh, Superman's powers starting to develop, or at least they're starting to manifest in a in a real obvious way, mm-hmm. and it's confusing the shit out of the Kents. Right. And uh, you know Clark is scared and uncomfortable, and so is Jonathan in this really real and human way, where Jonathan is. He's a man from Kansas, mm-hmm. who's an old farmer, and he's raised this boy, and now he's an adolescent. So you're already having this this right. rift, this conflict between two men. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. one is a burgeoning man, one's an, an old man, and a really old man. Yeah, but you're 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 kind of highlighting that whole relationship. Yeah, and also his powers are manifesting, and and Jonathan's kind of like, like, what's gonna become of you? Right. You know, like, who are you? And, uh, and and, well, and I don't know how right. to how to, exactly. how to raise you exactly. When you have these abilities. Yeah, I don't know how to help you with that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Jonathan knows yeah. that he's an alien though. Yeah. And does Clark know at this point? You know, it's have kind of unclear uh, because in all the origins, they eventually tell him. Right. Usually, when his powers manifest, they go. It's time to tell you, and they go into the barn and they lift up the the, and the spaceship. The yeah. And they, they show him. I never knew it was there. Yeah. 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 That's usually what they do. In this one, they don't, and it's only until later that Lex Luthor... Suggests he might be an alien that Clark, you know, comes to that conclusion. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And so I really kind of like that, but I like it as this... part of this uh, menagerie of origins. Right. This this doesn't have a scene where they like see the spaceship. No. Like you're introduced, and he's just living with them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and that's kind of cool. I like yeah, it. I like that too because they're also just not wasting any fucking time. Mm. They're like, let's just do the story that we that we're here to tell. Yeah. There's already enough quiet moments. Superman, like, and here's the thing: Superman doesn't punch anything. <laughs> he took that girl flying. Yeah. That's well, little, okay. So yeah. in uh, <laughs> when Superman's powers manifest, you're 17 years old. You can fly. And you can also lift heavy objects without any effort. But yeah, I would do that. He's, uh, he's, he's best friends with two people in Smallville, Kansas. Uh, Lana Lang and Pete Ross. And uh, Pete Ross is this loudmouth kid who's a friend of theirs. What who... about his best buddy Lex Luthor? Yeah, no. <laughs> in this, in, in the Jeff Loeb, Tim Sale Superman for All Seasons continuity, Lex Luthor is already a corporate tycoon. He oh. already lives in a metropolis. That he's Metropolis' son. Okay, like, that's he, kind of what I would have said. That's what I would have before before Until Smallville. Smallville. Yeah. And Smallville kind of helped make really? that happen. And then Superman Birthright cemented it in continuity. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Superman you know what? Superman yeah, Birthright handles yeah. that origin so well. Yeah. So much better than Smallville. Well, that's the thing. I, until Superman Birthright, yeah. I always had the Smallville idea that, like, why are you here? Yeah, no, no, this is it's, dumb. It's like having Bruce and Clark meet in Smallville.
1: Yeah, Yeah. which they did
0: in this continuity later. Oh, really? But it's cute. It's like a scene where Alfred and Bruce are their car breaks down. Uh, It's like a chance encounter. Yes, and the idea is that it's right after their deaths, so Superman or so Batman's still eight, so he has no—he's not like I'm off to Tibet. (laughs) So uh, Alfred's like, I thought rats in the sewers. Yeah, no, he's never done that except in one thing. At that one time, when he totally did. Yeah, but no one likes that <laughs> except for everyone who does. I think the conceit is that Alfred is like, I thought maybe like a, a, a week in the country would do Bruce mm-hmm. some good. Change the scenery, give him like some wide open spaces, give him time to like kind of you know right. grieve a little bit. And they have a flat tire, and the Kents help them out. It's it's cute and fun, and they don't solve a mystery or anything. <laughs> they just right. They're nice. They meet, and nice. they also really like, and if they're young enough, where. They they don't then become Batman Super Go. I think I knew I you. I remember re- you when yeah. your car you broke re- down and yeah. Yeah exactly. No, they don't do that. Good. They're friends with Lana and, and Pete. 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 And Pete is fun because Pete's like, one day I'm gonna be out of this one horse town. Can't wait to go off to Metropolis. So first first chance I get right after gra- right, uh, right after graduation, I'm out of here. And they they always go to this diner and there's this like offensive Ganesha elephant statue Mm -hmm. that they have in the diner and Pete always rubs the statue and says wish I had a million dollars and then sits down and that's his like that's his character that's everything you need to know about Pete Ross Mm -hmm. is that he's willing to rub a magic elephant rather than actually do (laughs) anything to change uh, his future hey you never know yeah that's his that's his perspective you and the uh, uh, lottery have something to come (laughs) you never know yeah the difference is uh, Pete Ross will never win the lottery But there's a one in a trillionth chance that you <laughs> that you might probably won't. <laughs> is there a reason po- Pete won't win a water? Of- because he's not buying a ticket, he's rubbing an elephant. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Thank God. You I thought you meant something happened. You actually can't win. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was literally going to be like Pete can't win because he died. Because he died yeah. right after that. You miss every chance you don't take. So anyway, uh, we meet Pete Ross, and he's just he's a loud mouth. He's everyone like is just like oh my god, this guy. Like I can't wait for him to move out and to be his own and shut, up. Know, shut and up. Shut He's up! He hates this the town corn. so much. Yeah. Why doesn't he just get out? Exactly. <laughs> what you just leave? like Smobile? You can get out. We'll ride him out on a rail, boys. Yes. Uh, and Lana Lang, who is who is and always has been Clark's high school sweetheart. Okay. okay. And in Superman for All Seasons, it's more like she is in love with Clark Kent, and mm. he is a doofus. Ah. Who's like, boy, Lana, can't wait to do the next thing. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, what's wrong with your eyes? <laughs> They're shaped like hearts. That's yeah, exactly. really weird. <laughs> boy, you, uh, you you, smelled me for an awful long time there, Lana. Lana doesn't care. Like, the idea here is that Clark, his powers are manifesting and he's not sure what to do with them. Pete has, you know, a pocket full of dreams and a lot of hope in his heart. And Lana wants to go wherever Clark goes. Okay. okay. And when his powers manifest, he the, the first thing that you do, you saw him flying with this girl, you tell the girl that you like. That you yeah. Superpowers. Of I course. Mean, that's what everyone does. Yeah. It's literally what. Yeah. it's, And anyone who doesn't is lying to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you show off. Yeah. You hide it. You hide it. You yeah. don't tell anybody. If you can, if you know how to play the guitar, awesome you, you'd never play it no. for the girls keep at a party. A yeah, you keep it a secret. That's for that, you. Oh, well, that's, that's to share once they have a meaningful relationship right. with you. Right, Yeah, no. No, so no it's what not you do is exploit. you wear the guitar for a long time, but you never play it in front right. of them until one of them's like, you play it, right? I've never seen you play it. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> no it's a thing it's it's for me it's it's so deep and it's just pain yeah. and, but and I'll and tell danger. you alone in my room but if you want to come back to my place yeah. I may play you a song I may play you a song that I wrote just for you it's every douchebag in college <laughs> it's every douchebag everywhere ever <laughs> so uh, Superman does the same thing and takes her flying cool because he's like it scares the crap out of her it scares the crap out of her and they graduate and she leaves and never tells me oh! where she goes what? damn yeah why does she oh they, oh, they also yeah, they kiss. they also, yeah, Well, she's like, because it's, okay, the book is broken up into four parts. Each right. part is a season. Each season is a narrator. First season, Spring, mm-hmm. it's narrated by Jonathan. Okay. And he's talking about how he's like, I am I was a pig-headed old man, I didn't know how to raise my boy, and the reality is, like, I raised him the way I raised him for the first 17 years, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's really how I should have had my relationship with my son. Right. So the next one is Summer, uh, it's narrated by Lois, and Lois is talking about how Superman has moved to Metropolis. And he's already Superman. Okay. Right. The book ends in, uh, whatever, the the spring. And, uh, with, with Clark deciding to go to Metropolis. After Lana left. After Lana left. And it's not because Lana left, it's just that ah, that also happened. He do going to do that. Yeah, okay. And no, it, it, Pete has no influence on that, right? Pete never leaves. Oh, mm. He stays in Smallville. That's because he keeps rubbing that elephant. That's Does he right. represent something? A little bit. Okay. Let it, let it, yeah. Let it, let it, well, it's it's let it build. It never really, it's never really there. Mm. But uh, like, it's never really expressly said, right? That he represents something specific. But mm-hmm. you know, draw your conclusions. But right. like, uh, Clark isn't sure what he wants to do, but he knows that with these powers, he has to do something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think he he does something good in the beginning, like he res- yeah, the tornado hits. Yes, the tornado hits uh, Smallville, and. He jumps into it and rescues, uh, I think, a gas station attendant or something. Mm-hmm. And the gas station attendant's like, "Holy cow, Clark! I saw you fly into the tor- no, but it could have, it couldn't have been. It had to have been the wind in the tornado, and it sucked us both up. Um, we're both lucky to be alive." He's like, "Yeah, sure. it's right. a good it's one. Bad. Wow! I didn't because to... it's a really small town, and you clearly know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh no!" He's like, "Hey, Clark, thanks a lot, but also, wow. Uh, so, Clark basically says." that felt right but i feel like i can do more mm-hmm. and so he basically says i've got to go to metropolis cuz it's a huge city i can do more there there's more people that need saving and also <laughs> like I, I he's not really sure what he wants to do or how he wants to do it mm-hmm. he just knows that the answer lies in metropolis mm-hmm. and it, i think it's because it's the biggest city near smallville right. and it's also a representative of i mean it's always referred to as the city of tomorrow okay and so it's always been this like beacon Okay. Right. For civilization. And like so that's think, where the future is going. Yeah, and so it's he tomorrow goes too. for the man of tomorrow. Exactly. Uh so he goes there, uh he's Superman for a while, all that shit, Clark moves into apartment, meets Lois, blah. You get that shit, it's done. Mm-hmm. We've done it to death. And the it's scene... not like they does she know it's him? Who? Lois. No. Lois no, doesn't no, no, know it's him. No, okay, no, no, no. It's still wow, the beginning I'm married or anything. No, it's yeah. still the beginnings of Superman's career, but she's named him, you okay. know. Uh, and Superman... She's already, like, obsessed with him. A little bit. Writing stories about him. She is writing stories about him, but so is Clark. That's the thing, it's getting her a lot of good coverage. Yes, but it's also great because Clark is, in this story, an actual reporter, and he's beating her to the bylines, and Mm -hmm. it's driving her crazy. How does he do it? Yeah. And, uh, and, and Clark still makes his best effort as Clark to go out with Lois, and she still rebuffs him. Oh, okay. And, uh, Lois winds up sneaking onto some submarine that's stolen by militants. Mm-hmm. It's a nuclear submarine. And they're gonna launch at Metropolis unless they get blah blah blah. And then Superman just goes into the ocean, picks up the submarine, drops it on the land where the <laughs> generals are all waiting for them. <laughs> and uh you know, one of the generals or one of the militants deboards the sub with Lois. And that's Mm -hmm. when you find out Lois has been on the sub the whole time. And at some point, you know, Superman's like, how did you even get on the sub? And she's like, a girl has her secrets. Because that's the thing. Like, Lois always gets into some trouble for the scoop. Mm -hmm. And winds up needing to be rescued by Superman. And that happens in this. And uh, Lex Luthor's on the scene. And Lex is trying to date Lois. And that's something that they've always been playing... That they've played with since post-crisis. This Mm -hmm. idea that, like, Lex is interested in her, too. Okay. I've never really liked that, but they do it in everything. Like, Superman yeah. Red Son, Birthright, this, everything. I can see it working out, because not only does he have a reporter on his side then who can, like, twist the press in mm-hmm. his way. Yeah. But, I mean, she's successful. You're right. attractive, why wouldn't And he? she's also, like, Metropolis's number one gal. So mm. I guess that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I, I appreciate it, and it's not dwelled upon in this book. She's not interested in... Oh, it's not dwelled upon. Never mind. Screw it. She doesn't care about Lex. She's just, much like uh, Mary Jane, you know, she doesn't care about Harry Osborn. She's just like, whatever, we're having a good time. Right. But you're also, you're a weirdo. Like, I I don't really... Yeah. You know, well, it could work to her advantage, but she's not actually gonna, like, seal the deal. Well, this is the weird part, because from what I can tell, Lex right now is a corporate mogul, but he's not bad. He He is bad, and here's why. That submarine, all the shit in there is LexCorp stuff. Oh. Here's the thing: Lex Luthor in this is motivated to become Metropolis's favorite son, at the expense of Superman. He was then Superman and came Superman in up and with his altruism thunder. and yeah. stole his thunder, and that's the thing that is explored in this, and I think also in Birthright, the idea that uh, Lex Luthor is not a man that you insult. Mm-hmm. And when Superman showed up, he insulted him. Yeah. And when uh, when the submarine is delivered. Mm-hmm. you know the terrorist is like i'll kill lois and there's this emasculating sequence where lex Luthor goes don't worry lois i've got this uh, i've negotiated with everyone including terrorists and as he's saying terrorist superman flies over t- the three feet away yeah to the to the terrorist takes the gun away and flies back before he finishes his sentence <laughs> crushes the the gun and then is like lex I got it yeah i've got it lex also <laughs> i if i find out that you were involved in this they'll be hell to pay luther and then leaves and he takes lois with him right and she's like you know no one in metropolis talks to lex luther like that and he goes well it's about time somebody did which is like yeah is Lex mm. Luther, so he's like a he's like a mob boss, kind of. He, he's, he just runs the city. Well, he's so yeah, powerful. He, he owns everything. He doesn't have to be like a mobster. No he's one like, challenges him. No. Lex Luthor is a business mogul who's also incredibly selfish and came from an abusive family. Mm. His father used to beat him all the time. Because at one point, uh, Lex narrates the story. Oh. And in his narration, he of course, all he talks about is himself. Right. And how the world is viewed through that lens. And at one point, he tells this story about how uh, his father used to beat him with the intent on making him cry. And he's like, but I didn't. I wouldn't cry for that man. Yeah. He wouldn't but get when it. When he was finished beating me, I just looked him in the eye and I destroyed him. And I'm like, cool! But also, yikes! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it also informs who Lex Luthor is. It's a right. really crazy background because, like, that, that's empowering yeah, to Lex. For, yeah. But yeah. it's still scary. Yes. Like, and it's also yeah. sad. And but, yeah. but he's also still a bad guy. Yep. Uh, so at one point, uh, oh, also in, in okay. So you just came upon <laughs> these these green and purple guys. Yeah. Lex Luthor will occasionally have a big, cool power suit to fight Superman, mm-hmm. and it's designed exactly like these little like Lex drones. Yeah. Um, in an effort to combat Superman's heroism, Lex does it in the only way he knows how. He builds robots. He builds robots. To be heroes to be heroes who uh, patrol Metropolis for him. Oh, okay. thank God. I. Okay, I thought he was gonna create bots to get, like cause Superman? havoc. Oh, oh my god! Well, okay, so ultimately they do. Well, there's a big, there's a big, there's a big fire, and the Lex bots are on the scene, mm-hmm. and you know the Lex bots are like, "Superman, stand aside! Like, we've got this," yeah. and the building's been evacuated, and Superman's like, "Well, you don't have X-ray vision, <laughs> and there is a person still in there, so get out of here before you muck it up." So he goes in there, rescues the lady, and then gets rid of the fire. Puts out the fire entirely with a, with a whirlwind or something. Yeah. And uh, he rescues this lady, and she's like a renowned biochemist or something like that. And he rescues her, and she, and he's like, are you okay? And she's like, thanks, and blah. And after that, she becomes obsessed with him. Oh. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and uh, Lex finds out about that and uses it to his advantage. Because oh. she's a biochemist. Yes. Yeah. So he winds up using her. He winds up kidnapping her and subjecting her to a uh, clockwork orange-esque torture where or, you know with Aww. the eye of superman and making her even more obsessed unhealthily so with helping like how great him. he is yes. I'll tell you to what to <laughs> it uh, he uses her research to cre- to engineer a biochemical virus that he unleashes on Metropolis oh and ev- when everyone's affected everyone starts to die uh and, in fact,, Wah! there's this moment where uh in the Daily Planet, Clark's there, and uh Lois is like, "How does Clark keep scooping me <laughs> and she goes over to his desk and he she reads a letter he's writing to his mom, and he's and and it's it's cute because of how human he is mm-hmm. because Lana Lang left, and she leaves the story, but throughout the the story. Clark is really interested in where she went. So he's just, you know, where's the girl that got away? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever happened to her? So he, he when he's writing to his mom, he writes, like, you, do you, did you hear anything else from LL? Which, of course, same initials as Lois Lane. Oh. Or something like, you know, like, I really miss LL or I feel, right. like, I have feelings for her. Because everyone refers to someone else with their initials. It's, it's just so that Lois will Thinks read the her. note and be like, you're writing your mom about me? And he's like, it's not you. Her name's Lana Lang. And she's like... And that's as she was suffering from the virus. And it's cute because the last thing she says is, who is Lana Lang? Where you're like, oh, Lois, you get a little jealous. (sighs) But uh, then, you know, Superman's like, shit, everyone's falling apart. He goes to this uh, scientist who was in a quarantine at the time. And through a quarantine, like, door, he's talking to her. And he's like... What's going on? She's like, actually, I was only affected. I was not affected because I was in this suit. And I guess you weren't affected because you're Superman. (laughs) Uh, She goes, but you know, like, this is kind of beyond our abilities. Have you talked to Lex Luthor? Mm. So he goes to Lex Luthor, and Lex Luthor's fine, but he's also in, like, a quarantine in his office. Mm -hmm. And that's when Lex says, you know, I've got my top people working on it, but also, like, which people? Top Top men. men. But then Lex says, you know, well, we don't know where the virus came from. It, it could be alien in origin. Oh. Like, maybe it's you. Maybe you killed everybody.
1: Yeah, maybe not you're killing alien. everyone. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, but Superman is like, holy shit. And he, and he... But then <laughs> uh, Lex that unveils the biochemist who's been brainwashed. Yeah. And creates this silly supervillain, but not, named Toxin. Who is the biochemist and she has this huge like syringe kind of thing. She's got this mm-hmm. silly costume. Yeah. And only she can administer the <laughs> only, okay. only she can administer the antidote. Okay. That they synthesize. Like one at a time to everybody? No, 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 into the atmosphere. Oh, yeah. The idea is she needs to introduce into the atmosphere and then it will cause a chemical reaction in the clouds and it'll make everything and it'll make it rain. Ah. And and the rain will interact with everybody and make them okay again. Right. Or whatever. And Lex is like, you should help, you should let her because all she wants to do is help you. Okay. And that's how the brainwashing worked. It's that like, right. she is convinced to do, like, to create this virus and to be this toxin so that she can finally repay and help Superman. Right. And so he carries her into the clouds, she creates the, the, the antidote, and her overexposure to the virus and to the antidote kills her. Oh. And... He, he brings her back to Lex Corp, and he's like, I can't hear her heartbeat. And Lex is like, leave her alone before you kill us all. Like, oh, leave he's here. He's trying to make him... He's trying, to, doubt, he's trying yeah. to make him doubt himself. Yeah, that's an excellent way to do like, that. Like, this woman you rescued, right. you may have killed. Right. Uh, there's actually a cool moment And you where... almost killed everybody. Exactly. Yeah. But now she can never rat on me, huh? Yeah, that's true. And uh, so Superman leaves metropolis goes back to smallville and to go to mars and build a and build, build a fucking <laughs> clock no. No. Oh, no, it's, house, no 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 unlike separating himself from humanity right he goes to his parents to his house, house and he in the and it's a sweet scene in the rain where uh he just says like or that's no, not in the rain i'm sorry it's a sweet scene <laughs> where he just it's it's night and he goes to his mom and dad's house he's just like mom dad i think i need to come home for a little while mm. and it's this really cool scene because like every moment in this in this book every moment of self-doubt every moment of heroism every moment of altruism or uh, of selflessness is you know it's larger than life because it's superman but you could translate it to everybody exactly right like every time you falter every time you fail as an, like the first time you fail as an adult all you want to do is go home and that's what superman does right and he spends that season that winter home in smallville Although he's on the couch because they turned his room into, like, a workout. Oh, way. yeah. And, you know, they want him to help out around the house. A study or something. And not interested. Uh, and by the way, uh, Lana Lang also came home mm-hmm. at the same time. Oh, oh thank or, God. Because if she was home and they didn't tell him, he'd be oh, like, I know. Like, oh, yeah! He would have snapped their necks or something. Because that's, so, uh, that's what he does. That's what Superman does. That's a true hero. <laughs> so uh, what he must. While Superman's gone, the Lexbots, of course, are of course, patrolling the, the area. Of course, they fascists. And, yeah. They don't take over Metropolis or <laughs> no? anything! No! Well, there's this moment where there's this kid throwing snowballs, and the robot comes over to him and tells him to stay inside. Okay, there's this kid, uh... <sighs> there's this kid, he plays on the Sounds roof. Like a fascist to me! Well, he is. Like, well, no, because Superman is the same thing. Earlier in the book, <laughs> there's a little kid, he's playing on the roof. Oh. He almost falls, Superman catches him, and he's like, oh. he's like, don't play on the roof. Oh, he's playing on the roof. <laughs> and then... A Lexbot does the same thing. I see. Plus, like you know, a snowball from three stories up is really gonna hurt. Yeah, it's yeah, true. it could go through your skull. Uh, no, but it would really hurt. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a penny from the Empire State Building. Yeah. It anyway, would not, it would not go through your skull. Though. No, it would not. <laughs> Terminal it's an urban legend. Theme. So yeah, uh, so Superman goes home, and the story is just him at home, kind of being like. Okay, I thought I needed to go to this big place and be this hero, but I failed. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe I'm not supposed to be this big right. hero. Like, maybe I'm not supposed should to do have stayed this. stayed in Smallville. Exactly. And uh, Lana and Clark uh, meet up with Pete and go to the diner. Aww. And Pete doesn't rub the elephant. Mm. And Lana says something like, Hey, you forgot the elephant. And he's like, Hmm? Like, Oh, yeah, no, I... I I don't do that because that's what children do. That's bullshit. No, it's also because like he didn't leave and he doesn't really know like his own self worth and he's the kind of person, you know. Like everyone in this story is an allegory or a or, or an avatar for the people in your life that you had, like your first love, your high school romance, right. the the guy who never left home, you know, the guy the guy who the the big man on campus. You got the people who like genuinely wanted to do good and so they did that Superman. And Pete is just kind of like, you know, even Lana left. All mm-hmm. you wanted to do was be Mrs. Clark Kent. And you left. And became something. Mm-hmm. And Pete's just like and Pete, stay behind. No, I'm a grown-up now. Yeah, exactly. And, and Pete's the kind of person who's just like, you know, he he's he's becoming resentful and cynical. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Lana monologue of course comes or narration comes in that form in the winter for smallville where she betrays the the truth that when clark said to lana you know meet me in the field right after graduation i have something to tell you she was like this is when he's going to propose to me oh and instead he told her that he was an alien from the stars that had superpowers and had to leave forever to fight crime right and that completely shattered her worldview and she had to leave Right. Broke her heart. And it ma- but it also made her go, like, I don't know anything. Like, right. I've been wasting well, my time. Also, thank right. God I just didn't rely on my life for this one guy. Right. like, Or, well, she did. And now she's like, my world is different and changed, yeah. and what am I going to do? And, and she so grew. she left. And then she came back because she realized, like, I was running away, which is something that Superman wouldn't do. Oh. She went out into the world, and she saw it all, and she tried it all, and then came home a different, better, changed person. Because okay. she knew what she wanted. Yeah, and uh, or she's or she has a better idea. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so anyway, there's a flood in Smallville. Superman saves the day. At the end. Like that's. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, what? How, he, he, okay. and then he Realizes that he can be Superman, and he goes back. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Well, he realizes he can be Superman anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like. Well, but he needs to go to Small. He needs to and go. And go by to the level. way, there really wasn't any evidence that I actually caused that virus. So now that I think about it. Uh, that was probably Luthor. well I'm not making people here sick <laughs> well there there was, there was, yeah, there was, there was a moment sick here yeah so. there's a cool moment where he's confronting Lex where he says you know I bet that if I because Lex is like you know it's not me could be right. you could be maybe maybe too yeah and Superman goes I have a feeling if I smashed your window an antidote would magically appear within the next few minutes uh, <laughs> but I'm not like you right and so I will find another way mm-hmm. it's like yes <laughs> and he so, flies out the window anyway yeah. so then uh superman like there's a flood in small that almost destroys the town superman saves the day and superman's kind of like do i have the right to save the day right because i am fallible like i'm not god right so do so i have the right to do to that be... and the answer is yes the world needs a superman mm-hmm. so he goes and saves the day and of course by the way writes a, a front page headline about Superman saving the day right. and beats Lois Lane to the byline. Uh-huh. Oh, and by the way, <laughs> like, she totally Clark! figured out that he's, yep. he's Clark Kent because, you know, hmm. Ma and Pa were out there and then Superman saved the day out there while, you know, well, no one f- was saving the day. <laughs> in there Metropolis. actually is a moment where, uh, where where Lois is like, so Superman's been gone for almost an entire season and Clark takes a bunch of sick days and then she's at his desk and she's like, and he's never around. Superman's around. <laughs> And that is ridiculous! And then completely dismisses it out of the <laughs> yeah. Good. That's has an That's opportunity amazing. to make the connection. Yep, And he and also looks exactly it. like him, were it not for two round pieces of glass <laughs> over his eyes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Clark doesn't run around in spandex yeah. suits. Yeah. they wear trick. different things. Yeah. But also, uh, and this is something that uh, Frank Quitely does with All-Star Superman that is perfect, and it's also illustrated wonderfully almost ten years prior in... Uh, superman for all seasons we see how artists handle this huge superman oh my god as yeah. clark kent like in this version clark kent looks like an oaf like yeah. he looks like you know slow yeah he just looks like this big dumb ox like who played football he's from kansas and he lifted big things and worked on a farm you know what i mean like right. and then he comes to the big city he writes these beautifully written pulitzer winning <sighs> articles uh, he's a mystery, which, of course, is irresistible for Lois Lane. Right. It's even funnier because, like, he's an oaf, but he's an oaf in a three-piece suit. Well, that's the thing. It's yeah. like, nobody wears three-piece suits anymore, Clark. Like, what are you doing? You look like a dumbass. You fuddy-duddy. <laughs> that's exactly right, and yeah, that You don't have Superman's sense of style. <laughs> yeah, of dressing like the American flag. <laughs> With underwear on the outside of your pants. Which I like. But, uh, anyway, Superman for All Seasons, the story is irrelevant. The art is... <laughs> glorious and the coloring is top notch I've never seen that trail where it's the three colors mm-hmm. in anything before or since yeah, uh, it's odd really cool. it is odd but it's beautiful yeah, uh, by nice. the way the last thing Superman does is he saves that stupid kid on the roof again <laughs> like, what did I say actually the <laughs> what do you, first, you say the what fir- do you say the first time he saves the kid mm-hmm. uh, I think it's when Superman first comes on the scene mm-hmm. and the kid is like wow like that's a cool outfit Mm-hmm. And Superman says, "Thanks, my mom made it for me." Oh, just like, and then the kid goes, cute. "Dork, <laughs> exactly." <laughs> that's how he saves the day in the beginning, and then at the end, he saves the kid again, mm-hmm. and he says, "Thanks, like my name's whatever, Trevor. Trevor, my friends call me Trev." Right, and and he says, "Thanks, Trev," like people call me Superman, and like, Trev's like, "Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. Sh- no shit." <laughs> But no, it's, it's the point of being it's like. A weird thing to say right now. It is. But no, I was no. doing a thing. Never mind. No, it's a whole. I've had a whole adventure. Like a I realized. One. I realized who I am. Yeah, I'm yeah. embracing I'm Superman. Yeah, like, I know you are. Right, That's but you're also. You. Oh my! Never mind. Go thing. back on the roof. Yeah, you're also fall. 12. Anyway, <laughs> Superman for All Seasons is a beautiful story. It's awesome and fun. You're not in it for the action, although plenty of it. He does all kinds of. He stops like he can traverse mighty rivers yeah, he stops locomotives right uh he but he doesn't have like an epic final showdown no his showdown is more like like spiritual yes yeah. his showdown is with himself <laughs> yeah I like this yeah. because at least from what I've seen so far the dialogue is not criminy superman we're having a this golly the art is the art's criminy, the and, art is like that and the yeah. people in smallville like there's a, there's a there's a trio of old guys who've been right. playing pinochle in the hardware store forever <laughs> right but also, by the way, like, and they say things like that, but they're also archetypes in and of themselves. And when Clark comes back after he quits being Superman for a little while, one of them died. Oh, and it's yeah. showing, like, you yeah, like, stuff, the cha- like the wo- changes, world like the world moves on. Yeah, yeah. But time the story yeah. is very Simitimum. out of time. Yes. Because it could yeah. be anything. That's yeah, the thing. Like yeah. it, it, It's a universal theme. It could be a period piece, or it could be today. Right. Yeah. That's it's, cool. And it's the art that just cements it when it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, you know like the, these like, gas pumps that are from a hundred years ago. Yeah. But at the same time, like I've seen gas stations that keep them. Right. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about this and why it's so great—not having read it—but why it seems like it would be so great is that it's a story that literally works in any time period. Like you could have been a thousand years ago. It could have, like, yeah, like leaving home, going to find yourself. Like that's all exactly a part of the human experience. It doesn't hurt so. that his parents' vacation is one of the oldest. Yeah, farming. So yes. it's like, yep, he could literally be raised yep. by farmers there's in the 16th be people <laughs> century who work the land. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or simple folk from the land who like have yeah, core live values. In, there's, there's always going to be rural areas and cities. Yep, like yeah, exactly. No, I highly recommend this for a young graduate, graduate high school. Okay. Boom. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, and the the art. I don't think this has been better than it is in this. Mm-hmm. And I also think that this is a huge. Uh, influence on the image of superman for years to come yeah i mean it wasn't it wouldn't be until birthright where they're like i guess we got to do the origin again and by the way birthright beautiful and Another perfect on book. its own yep. and does have a big final fight at yes. the end, and yes. does make luther into more of a bad guy and yes. also connects him this book inspired the show smallville really yeah okay yeah oh. they got it wrong <laughs> well they can't do the same thing no that would be boring yeah. also he couldn't be superman Right. Also, it's the WB. Well, we have to get Lex yeah. Luthor into a show about Superman. About that, and we're coming close to our t- uh, another ten number. Oh, episode, oh, nice! Which means it's time for a crisis. Ooh, which one will it be? Which one? This I have three crises we could do. Okay, so head your bets. Yeah, <laughs> you win nothing, but uh, <laughs> no, but like you with know. respect. But you'll be like I called it, and we'll be like, yeah. okay, sure you did. Yep, and I'll thumbs up your comment. Uh, hey, if you want to help out the show, make it look a little bit better, you can always go to patreon.com slash Check it out. See if the goals and whatever is right for you. You know, the rewards right. that you might enjoy. Uh, anyway, we'll see you guys next week with an all-new episode of Issues. I'm Sal. I'm Ethan. And I'm Ben. Thanks a lot for watching.